Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, it's almost Valentine's Day and Galentine's and the Super Bowl, Black History Month, the Lunar New Year. There's even an early Mardi Gras this year. There is so much going on this month and the CityCast team is here to be your guide to February in Pittsburgh. It's Monday, January 29th. I'm Megan Harris and here's what Pittsburgh's talking about. I'm with podcast producer Sophia Lowe. Hey there. Hey, Megan. And newsletter editor Francesca DeBecco. Hi. Hello, Megan and Sophia. Glad to be here with you today. <laughs> These guides, they're new. They're new for CityCast. What do you think so far? It's been fun. I also really like hearing what you all want to do. I feel like, you know, we definitely talk about that casually, but I like to hear all of your bucket lists, too. It really forces us to, like, think think big thoughts for the next month, like make a list. <laughs> yeah, I love it. This has helped me plan ahead at the very least. <laughs> I've always got my eyes on events, uh, putting it in the Hey Pittsburgh newsletter, and it just sort of forces me to think about, you know, how am I going to get out in the community and what should we recommend to our listeners? So, yeah, let's kick it off. And we've got so many holidays this month. I feel like we need it in February just to get us out of the house. True. I did not realize how much was happening. I need Lord out of my house (laughs) with a fun (laughs) treat or event. (laughs) Well, let's get started with ways to experience Pittsburgh this month. Um, Stuff we can all go do. I'll go first because I'm actually not sure if it qualifies. Um, Y'all tell me I want to check out the new Steelers exhibit at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But why wouldn't that count? It's because it's in Ohio. It's in Canton, right? Did not realize that. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been, Megan? Not yet. No. Um, And yes, it is in Ohio. But it's the Steelers. I don't know. Does does that count? (laughs) Absolutely. It's close enough. I feel like that counts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my dad and I might scoot over there for a day trip um, this coming weekend. It's uh, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame there in Canton. They're celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Steelers' first ever Super Bowl win, Wow! um, which is actually January 1975. So I think maybe they jumped the gun there a little. (laughs) It took me a minute to figure that number out. I think it's they're counting it as the 1974 season, but still a little tricky there. (laughs) Yeah. And the Super Bowl is coming soon. So top of mind for folks. Mm -hmm. The big game is two weeks from yesterday, February 11th. This will not be on my calendar as a (laughs) non-sports person. (laughs) But this exhibit, this is fun. So tell us about it, Megan. Yeah, it's called A Legacy Forged in Black and Gold. um, And they're going to have all of our trophies. So it's called the Lombardi Trophy, the big silver football on the like triangular-ish statue thing. Some of them are always on display at Akershire Stadium, but they're going to have all six of those and then six examples of the various Super Bowl rings all on display too, which I think my dad will really dig. We did the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York a few years ago, and it was a blast. I don't even, I don't care about baseball a ton. So I think this will be even better. Um, the Steelers stuff is going to be on display through February 19th, and you can get discounted tickets if you Google around for it. There's a code through the Steelers website. And I know they're out of the running, but you still got to sport your black and gold when you go there. 
<laughs> totally. And actually, something that is in Pittsburgh coming up on February 3rd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., the NFL is going to be doing their Play 60 training camp thing for kids. Um, so they're going to have like a little miniature NFL Aww. combine where kids oh, can compete so um, and meet some players. And it's all at the History Center. It looks really fun. I can't wait to take my kid when he's a little bit bigger. That's really sweet. Uh, Sophia, what about you? What are you excited about for this coming month? Well, I am also bringing some museum recommendations because I need a fun theme. So I'm declaring it my museum month. Love that for you. (laughs) So one thing I recommend checking out is the August Wilson African-American Cultural Center, especially their permanent collections. Have you all been there? Only for like traveling exhibits, like when they're here for a few weeks and then they bounce again. I didn't realize that they had a big permanent collection. That's cool. Yeah, the permanent collection is called August Wilson, The Writer's Landscape. It is so immersive, which I think is really fun. So it's like pretty engaging. There's a recreation of the coffee shop August Wilson worked at. And there's a room for each one of his plays in the century cycle. That's awesome because there's like props, audio, videos. Uh, You can request a tour. I didn't do that when I went. And maybe it was just really slow when I visited. But a staff member walked me through all of the rooms, which was so amazing. They were so knowledgeable but I can't say for sure whether that's a typical experience. That's so cool. (laughs) I love uh, how you said it was like multimedia. I feel like, um, you know, there's just a lot of ways to experience it. Um, So I'll have to definitely put that on my list. Especially for something like a play, which is, you know, meant to be seen. I feel like that's hard to do in a museum, but you kind of get those little glimpses of the century cycle through all the sound. That's really neat. And the August Wilson Center is always free, but you uh, they do recommend time tickets for their permanent exhibits. Um, thank you so much, Sophia, for flagging that. And for museums that require paid entry, a pro tip actually from executive producer Mary Lee Williams, there's also this thing called the Rad Pass from yes. the Regional Asset District. It's a service in the city that can get you free and discounted admission to all kinds of places. Mary Lee said she went to the Andy Warhol Museum this summer completely for free. So that's nice. awesome. Yeah. And it's not just museums either. There's the opera and different theatrical productions. Right. It's a great way to do things during the colder months. And speaking of the Warhol, you can also get into the Andy Warhol Museum, the Carnegie Art Museum, and Natural History Museum for free on the first weekends of the month. That's coming up if you have a credit or debit card with Bank of America. I know that's a little specific. They have credit card deals? (laughs) Don't catch me changing my bank. Yeah, I guess they do have credit and debit card deals. um, But something I think that's also totally worth it, I got this as a gift, is the museums membership for the Carnegie Museums. Right, the big one. Yeah, it gets you into four museums. I have the dual membership. It's $105, which I know is like not cheap on first listen, but access to one museum is like $25 for a ticket. So if you're a frequent museum goer, this pays off really quick. Uh, My partner and I share the dual membership, and one neat thing is that if only one of us goes, we can bring a friend or someone else for free, so it's nice if you have family in town, friends, and just want to share the love. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and one thing you can take a glimpse at for free, uh, if you're in the Oakland branch of the library, uh, I was wandering around the stacks in the upper levels. I wish I could give better directions, but I was just wandering around (laughs) and there are windows into the Natural History Museum and you can see all like the dinosaur skeletons. So that's really fun. Interesting. Uh, If you're feeling membership happy, we have another one for you to consider. Yes, you can become a member of CityCast Pittsburgh and we've got two levels for you, the friendly neighbor or the Steel City Champion. 
you get ad-free podcast listening and coming soon members only updates for fun stuff we're doing in the berg so you can join us yes if you want to come do fun stuff with us and check out all our other membership perks you can find out more info and sign up uh, for the program at membership.citycast.fm okay back to february uh your turn what are you looking forward to this month Yeah. So, you know, it's Black History Month, and I really want to visit more Black historical locations around Pittsburgh. But honestly, I'm not going to be romping around in the cold. So I sort of have a hack, uh, which is to visit the miniature railroad village at the Carnegie Science Center, which now has actually been renamed uh, the Daniel G. and Carol K. Kamen Science Center. I don't know if you guys heard, there was a big donation this past week, $65 million the family gave. So they're renaming it. It really takes a lot of cash in this town to knock off the Carnegie name. I'm <laughs> I'm kind of impressed, but also like feel weird about it. <laughs> I know, but people will probably still call it Carnegie Science Center because that's Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so if you go to the Miniature Railroad Village, there are small versions of these um, really cool landmarks and some that actually don't exist anymore. Um, so there's the Hill District home of famous suffragist Daisy Lampkin. There's the Crawford Grill, which if you guys don't know, it opened in the 1930s under Gus Greenlee. Uh, He uh, owned the Crawfords, uh, the Negro League baseball team. And that spot was a big place for performances by many jazz greats. So it has a really cool history. Um, And then there's the Ebenezer Baptist Church in the Hill District. That's actually the oldest Black Baptist congregation in Pittsburgh. And it unfortunately burned down in 2004. So you can kind of see these um, pieces from Pittsburgh's past and these historical um, moments in Pittsburgh Black history uh, at the at the Miniature Railroad Village, which is always so much fun. I love that thing. I've said this a lot lately, too. I feel like I keep recommending it, but do not sleep on the Heinz History Museum's permanent collection. Like, for example, the Crawford Grill, it's got a whole replica of the exterior of it. The exhibit is called From Slavery to Freedom, and they're actually having a virtual film series coming up in February called Through a Lens Darkly. It's Wednesday, February 7th from 5.30 to 8 p.m. The email from the museum said that it's going to explore the role of photography in shaping the identity, aspirations, and social emergence of Black Americans from slavery to today. So that looks really neat. So cool. And if you love the Heinz History Center, like we do, uh, they were recently nominated again for Best Museum uh, by USA Today, and you can vote for them. So we'll put a link in the show notes. We are not sponsored by the Heinz History Museum, by the way. We just really like them. They're no, very nice. we love them. <laughs> if they want to sponsor us, though, that's chill. The show today is brought to you by an incredible local resource, AIDS Free Pittsburgh, and their pledge to end the HIV AIDS epidemic in Allegheny County by 2030. If that is a cause that is close to your heart, make sure you're around for their biggest event of the summer, the sixth annual Too Hot for July. It is a party, but it is also a chance to get confidential HIV and STI testing for free, plus info on the incredible preventative medicines we have now, 
to keep yins happy, healthy, and feeling your most confident out on the town. So come on out to Allegheny Commons East Park on Thursday, May 30th. Yes, July is in the name, but the event is in May. Don't get confused. May 30th from 4 to 10 p.m. There will be DJ sets, a health fair and marketplace, a ballroom-inspired dance battle, cash bar, food trucks, and more. Plus, a performance by Tony Award winner Alex Newell, a.k.a. Unique, from Glee. This is all thanks to True Tea Pittsburgh and so many folks doing the good work out here in the community. So do not miss out. Learn more at TooHotForJuly.com. So let's move on to a few February food recommendations. Um, We will be talking, by the way, all about fun Valentine's treats and romantic and anti-romance restaurants for later (laughs) this week in our regular Thursday food show. So we'll only slightly touch on that today. Yes, I'm excited to hear about fun treats. Um, But for now, a full meal. If you want to get warm and cozy, (laughs) fill up on something heavier in the winter. Something that's on my list this month is gumbo from Cafe on the Corner in Marshall Shadeland. Mm. This is their thing. And last time I went, I got ribs because I was doing takeout and seeing a friend with a shellfish allergy. Um, So sad I couldn't get the gumbo, but the ribs were delicious. So I definitely need to go back. Perfect time of year for that. Totally. I was about to say, yeah, Mardi Gras is already here. Um, It's early this year. And our southern states started January 6th and Fat Tuesday is February 13th. Um, Some of our team members, Mary Lee and Mallory, um, have spent a lot of time in New Orleans. Obviously, Pittsburgh does not have as big of a Mardi Gras celebration here. But shout out to the Allegheny Elks Lodge because they always put on in the north side. Um, There's a really fun shindig and some events leading up to Fat Tuesday. Uh, But yeah, in the meantime, if you're itching for it, maybe gumbo can help you fill the void. Yes. (laughs) And you can always celebrate with punchki. That is the Polish pastry filled with cream, custard, or jelly. It's a big deal around here. Obviously, Pittsburgh has a lot of Polish folks. Um, A good place to go is Party Cake Shop in Brookline. They're a really popular spot. They've been working with the same recipe for about 60 years, so you know it's legit. But then there's also Potomac Bakery in Dormont or Mount Lebanon. Then you have Bethel Bakery and, of course, Bethel Park. Lots of South Hills love for the Punchki. Yeah, it seems to be. Um, And then Prannels has some at their various locations. Uh, If you're out in Beaver County, there's Kretschmar's Bakery. Megan, I know you've been there before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never had their Punchki, but everything else I've had there is amazing. Yeah. And the uh, S&D Polish Deli, can't forget about that, in the Strip District. So lots of places to get your sugar fix for Mardi Gras and, and Valentine's Day. I love it. What about you, Megan? What are you eating this month? I think my one of my favorite things to do this time of year is to like find like a, a spot and like post up and have a bunch of different things. So I'm going to recommend actually this is multiple places. It's one of my very favorite things to do with friends um, is to do a dumpling tour so, or a dumpling crawl. Um, <laughs> so it's all in the same corner in Squirrel Hill, um, literally just like a few paces away from each other. Good. The corner of Shady and Forbes. So what are the places? What do you order? So you can go in any order. Um, They're all cozy. They're all perfect. I get fried dumplings at Cafe 33, pork soup dumplings at Everyday Noodles, and then hot oil sesame dumplings at Amazing Dumplings. Mm. They're literally like across. They're in a triangle around the same intersection. My mouth is watering. (laughs) Plus one for the soup dumplings at Everyday Noodles. I love this so much. Um, 
I haven't found soup dumplings or haven't tried any locally. I, You guys know I'm a vegetarian. It, can I get them? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, like, they're probably recipes online if you want to try to make them at home. I imagine that's kind of tricky. But, like, sorry, Francesca. I've never seen vegetarian soup oh, dumplings on a menu. <laughs> sad face. Well, I will add an addition to your tour um, that does have a vegetarian option. It's Pittsburgh dumplings with a Z. Unfortunately, not yet available at a brick and mortar or on my corner. Not yet. <laughs> no, not yet. But they've been popping up all over. Um, I recommend the spicy mushroom and Chinese black bean dumplings. Um, and they're actually doing a pop-up with Abbe Voyanti in Millville on the 10th. Uh, so it'll be a little dumpling tea event. And um, so check them out there. Yeah, I've seen Pittsburgh Dumplings post their all their locations on Instagram like really consistently lately. I'm going to find them at some point. I'm really excited to try them. Yes, and I know that they are a reader or listener, Eric, uh, uh, the the chef there. So uh, thank you so much, and thank we'll you, be Eric. seeing you soon. <laughs> so uh, the tenth is also my dumpling party that I'll be doing it by myself at home. I'm gonna make <laughs> dumplings for uh, Lunar New Year, so that starts on the tenth and goes for a couple of weeks. Right. Um, I'm excited to hit up Oriental Market to grab supplies. I haven't been there yet. Uh, it's up by Ross Park Mall. Um, um, and I've heard people say it's one of the best Asian markets around. It is. Unfortunately, you do have to brave McNightmare, <laughs> McNight <laughs> Road. Um, but there's a lot of great supplies there, fresh produce. Um, and I've found a lot of hard to find ingredients. So, And a lot of treats. So many turtle chips. I love it. Yeah. And before we go, we've got a bunch of fun events coming up, of course, with all these holidays. Um, you can always find these, reminder, and so many more in our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter, written, of course, by Francesca. And edited by you. <laughs> and Mary Lee. It's a whole team effort. Yes. Um, and maybe uh, including some fun roundups from Sophia here soon, I hope. <laughs> If you didn't hear the Friday News Roundup last week, please listen to that next. Uh, Sophia did the most about this absurd proposal to replace Punxsutawney Phil with a coin toss. It was just so good. I am obsessed with this groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any groundhog events or stories or food recommendations. What's wrong with us? <laughs> you don't want to hear me talk about more groundhog things. That was probably enough. <laughs> But we do have recommendations for some other things going on. Sophia, start us off with Lunar New Year stuff. Yes. Uh, this first event is one I'm going to. Uh, it's called Harmony and Tradition. It's the 27th Greater Pittsburgh Lunar New Year Fair and Show. Hmm. So this takes place at the Carnegie Museum of Art. And Fun. I was talking about the membership earlier. Another reason to get it. You can get a discounted ticket if you're a member. Very nice. It's $30 for adult tickets, $20 for children, $7 for members. So this is on February 4th from... 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., but there's other events uh, going on in Pittsburgh, a banquet, a gala, more art stuff, and we'll have more Lunar New Year events linked in our newsletter. Yes, we will. My event that I'd like to go to this month is a celebration of a neighborhood. You guys know I love that. <laughs> yep, yep. Tons of neighborhood guides on our website, pittsburgh.citycast.fm, if you haven't yes. seen them. 
Thanks for that plug. So there's this uh, theater performance called South Side Stories Revisited. It's all month long at City Theater. Which is um, in Southside. Yes. <laughs> it's very local. <laughs> it started back in 2012 when Tammy Dixon sat on sidewalks of the South Side um, and just asked residents their stories. And it turned into this one woman play. Uh, Ten years later, she's returning to those same streets and revisiting these tales that she recorded those years ago um, and kind of exploring how the community has changed. I love this city paper called it a big fat evening of bliss. (laughs) (laughs) So it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, um, a couple things coming up for Valentine's Day, if you're looking for gifts, if that's your love language, um, on February 3rd. And then again, February 10th, um, there's a couple of I Made It markets. Um, the one on the 3rd is in the North Hills at the Block and Northway. And then the one on the 10th is in Rockwell Park. We love those. And if you're looking for something you can attend from home uh, every Tuesday through March, you can join Let's Get Free and Black Unicorn Library Project for Crafting Abolition. That's from 7 to 9 p.m. Um, so this is, like I said, virtual. So you can drop in on Zoom and yeah. you can craft with other people. And, you know, the Instagram post talks a little bit about how there's been a long legacy of um, collaborating and making art together as part of social justice movements. I love this. And for something on Valentine's Day, whether you are celebrating it or just like kind of want to get in on the fun, even if you aren't going out on a date, um, there is the Meet Cute Dating Game Show uh, at Bottle Rocket Social Hall in Allentown. That's with Pittsburgh poetess Rachel Ann Bovier. What? What a great moderator for that. That's so good. I love it. You guys, you have to have seen her billboards around town. Um, She's been around a while awesome. Um, I love this for her. So basically, they're going to be matching up couples and giving them their like ultimate first date live on stage. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> Props to the people it. that would do this, not me. Did it say whether people could just go and watch the awkwardness? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole get your ticket. Yeah, go and have fun. Um, so there's going to be a series of games and shows that will help to sort of like judge their connection um, and you know, make the decision if they want to go on a second date, um, you know, without people watching the next time. <laughs> I mean, there will still be some people watching. True, true. Probably a lot fewer. <laughs> um, and one last one, um, February 14th still. Uh, there's, I just love the name of this, Yens. It's called Dirt and Flirt. Love it. What does that mean? With Grow Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, okay. Plants. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Grow Pittsburgh. Yeah. So you can decorate um, and plant a tabletop pot together um, with Grow Pittsburgh. They're going to be at the Patagonia store in Shadyside. I just thought it was so clever. That's so fun. And if you need more Valentine's Date ideas, I've got you covered in the Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. Check our website at pittsburgh.citycast.fm. There's an article called What to Do for Valentine's Day in Pittsburgh 2024. Um, There's a lot of fun stuff, whether you want to get crafty or you want to have treats or if you want to go see a show. Well, thank you, Francesca, uh, for rounding all of those up. And thank you, Sophia. Your recommendations lately have truly been unparalleled. I'm glad. (laughs) I love it. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone. Leave us a nice rating, a good review. We really appreciate it. And make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter. Truly, there's so much good stuff there. We will be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you soon.
we're talking about food and I can smell tater tots and I'm getting antsy. 